0: episode of not your average netizens i am nat and i am joined by the lovely jimin hi guys and today we have a very special Nyan episode about the biggest scandal at this time which is chen or Day of exo and his baby and marriage <laughs> uh so monday morning I'm sure it was very early, but I work on Eastern time. So when I got up to get ready for work, I saw that the internet was freaking out. Why? Because Exo's Chen had announced that he was going to be getting married and that he had what he can he called a blessing that came his way. And... SME has confirmed it in in their own statement, saying that Chen has met someone precious to him and will be getting married. The bride is a non-celebrity and the wedding will be held privately with only their families in attendance. To respect their family's opinions, the wedding and everything related to it will be held privately. So we asked fans and reporters for their kind understanding. Chen will continue to work hard as an artist. Uh, And so in the SME statement, they didn't mention a baby, as you can tell. But apparently a source of the company revealed that the fiance had been pregnant. And so that was pretty much all we needed to know that Chen is going to be a father and a husband. And he hasn't even been to the army yet. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy news, to be honest. I uh, like this is something I expect from dispatch. So I'm kind of surprised at how it shook down. Uh, But Jimin, what do you think about it?
1: Imagine being somebody' daddy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know what? I think that babies are blessings. I think it's hilarious how that letter was worded, though. Like, I could not stop laughing when I saw that for some reason because it was just like it, you knew he was trying to soften the blow a little bit. Not, it's not, it's not a blow, but you know how fans are. So, oh um, no. So it was just so funny to see him like tiptoe around this very obvious. It's like so glaring what you want to say, but you're not really saying it. You know what I mean? Yes. So I thought it was just funny, but you know, I don't mess with Jen. So, (laughs) you know, we don't mess with Jen over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So yeah, no, it was actually kind of very interesting when everything kind of went down and I was actually working from home that day. So I had all the time in the world to be like, You know on the internet and seeing how people were reacting to the news and it was kind of hilarious how there were like these sort of opposing or like opinions on on the situation where international fans were like making memes making jokes they were like having a good time and you know obviously making not just jokes about like who in EXO is gonna watch the baby or like Baby Jung Day when when Baekhyun drives him to school and then they had the clip of that kid in the car and his dad was singing like the whole time.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> did, did you see the one? Did, did you see the one where it's like a it's a it's a meme that's going around? It's like really viral right now. But it's but they like applied it to kai and it's like a meme of like this uh kid on tiktok he's he starts dancing to sierra
0: no I haven't and he's seen just wild and okay.
1: let me find it. i'm gonna find this into you hold on okay. Keep talking.
0: <laughs> no yeah so uh basically the western fans were all like you know wow chen's having sex <laughs> you know like they're making their jokes and on the flip side korean fans were losing their minds which i mean it, it's not surprising because we know that there is a very huge sort of ocean <laughs> at times between international fans and Korean fans. And one of the funniest things that I'd, I'd seen, and I say it's funny, but it's kind of sad, was uh, that EXO fan was like, I spent, what did they say? They spent like 40,000 won or something like that, or yen. I can't remember. And and someone was Why like... Why
1: are they spending? Uh, Korean fans said that?
0: Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, that they're like, I spent this on EXO, you know, so they're like, oh, you owe me or something like that. Like, that was their their kind of opinion to Chen. Let me go find the tweet because it was really funny because everyone's like, that's like $38. Like, it, it was a crazy small amount and it was just kind of like a ridiculous opinion to put on the internet. But yeah, basically, Korean fans have been losing their shit. They are just not here for Chen being an adult. I mean, he's like 28 in Korean years or something. So he's definitely old enough to be able to get married and fall in love and have a baby. Like, these are things that are very normal for people not in the industry. Oh, here's a tweet. It's like, to foreign XOL, you guys didn't spend 40,000 won for XO and you talk a lot, shut up. And Asian Junkie was like, that's like $35. (laughs) So it was like... People are um, not on this planet anymore because of this news. And I I feel kind of sympathetic, even though I know they're being ridiculous, because I do understand that, like, for a lot of these people, they're, these are real feelings that they are experiencing. And a lot of them are really going through it because for some strange reason, they actually believe that they you know, were going to marry or be with him or that he was going to be single until he was 50, you know? this is this is uh something that they believe and this is something that the the record labels perpetuate because they want to make money so it's not like that sense of entitlement and that sense of um sort of stepping over over you know boundaries constantly like that's stuff that the agencies don't really slap down so i can understand why people sort of get in their feelings in some ways i mean at 16, I thought I was going to be a Mrs. Justin Timberlake and I'm actually really happy it never happened. But, <laughs> you know, like I, I actually like, you know, understand that as just, you know, I never took it this far. Thank God. But, you know, these are, these are people and, you know, some of them are generally like, they don't really wish bad on Chen and his future wife or anything like that. They're just hurt, I guess, is the way to look at it. So it is pretty crave I don't know if you saw that one angry rant from a Chen fan or maybe like a former Chen fan girl I didn't even know Chen had fans oh yeah so they wrote this unhinged note and basically it's like you take responsibility over the person that you love but I'm sad that you're not taking responsibility over the person who loves you I regret trying to grab onto what I should have let go EXO is a group that will forever be my youth but because of Zhongdae this image is gone. Were we only a business relationship? Question mark. You didn't make a promise to us forever. Question mark. I thought that if we had set priorities, we should have followed those priorities and made so we understand each other. But right now, your actions are showing are just showing that fans and you were just a business. That's why I'm so disappointed. In my heart hurts even though even more. Jung you were the trustful Shen, and now your label's changed to premarital pregnancy and kids, dad, etc. My heart just hurts so much. It just hurts. The road that we still have to walk together is still long. I don't want us to to stop now and you either. Did you want to walk on the way that the fans pay for you? You're too selfish, Jongdaya. I know that you didn't want to do SNN, SNS and you probably didn't look at the comments on YouTube either. So there's not much ways we can communicate, but I still tried to write something that the letter that you threw away, I've been crying for so many hours, being confused. I was pitying myself. I loved you, but I think that I will love you in the future too. That's why, John just say, I'm sorry, once. I think this should be taking I think this should be taking each other into consideration. I received an alarm and I was so happy thinking that it could have been the news of your solo concert, but my hands started to tremble, my my tears started to fall out as I dropped my phone. You probably didn't know how I felt, right? Still be happy. And so This is kind of a lot of what I've been seeing on the Internet and not just towards Chen, but to the stalker that Neon had. So like I kind of thought it was a good sort of discussion to have because this sense of entitlement does need to stop. But it's not just on the fan side that it needs to stop. I feel like it also needs to stop on the side of the companies. And if the companies do not push for it to stop, then it will just continue forever, right? Because I mean, like Chen, as I mentioned, is a grown ass man.
1: Does he have allegedly?
0: Allegedly, uh, <laughs> and like, do we want? Do you guys want EXO to be like? super junior where they actually literally had to retire pretty much retire a member because he got married uh i think it was after before he went to the army but it was around that time and sungmin cannot return to a super junior the fans will not allow it why because of the same bullshit that we just heard about in this letter where people are like oh you know you have to take responsibility and be single forever because we own you we gave you this path that you walked on. So in order for you to continue on this path, you must be single and you must dedicate your life to making music and making us happy. And I think that is just like this really parasitical. parasitical? No, I don't think that's the word. But it's sort of like they're parasites pretty much like feeding or viruses, you know, like or just, just ah uh, shit. There's a word for it. I know because they use it to talk Pests? about No. Use it to talk about white women who leech off of black women. Leeches? No, not Oh, parasitical is a word. Yeah. So it's sort of like this parasitical situation, but it's also sort of working like on both ends, you know? Like where the the artists Sort of a leeches off the fans by creating this this image and this this sort of belief of who they are and and this this sort of fake persona and then the fans also sort of leech off leech they they leech like the youth, in my opinion, off of these celebrities by expecting them to like they look <laughs> like
1: the the old lady from SpongeBob that wanted exactly. the chocolate. <laughs>
0: but they like they they demand the youth and the time and the energy in their lives pretty much you know and and so like they so for money they sell themselves in a lot of ways like i mean there is a very good argument to make about idolhood being very similar to prostitution in many ways so it's not very surprising
1: Uh, you this line of thought i want to hear more
0: oh okay so basically i mean what do prostitutes do they sell not just themselves, but they some like sometimes you could be a Your prostitute, and not like, yeah, and not you know, sleep with the person. You could just be like their date, you can just pretend to be their girlfriend. And in it a lot of ways, that's though a prostitute is very strictly. I don't think a prostitute is very strictly like sex because in a lot of these high end like uh prostitution houses with madams and stuff like that, like if you go to like the, the high end ones from, I mean, this is what like I like in prefer- Vegas.
1: Mm-hmm. but wouldn't we still call them like I guess isn't there a distinction between an escort who is someone who's quote unquote yeah, there for companionship
0: well but you can also sleep with your escort so I don't know like that
1: is very you I, okay it's so funny if you say that because it's like it's, it's so true but it's not what they advertise versus I feel like a prostitute very openly advertises one thing
0: but you see I look at escorts as high end prostitutes
1: therein lies the difference
0: yeah because yeah, i don't actually look at escorts as separate from prostitution because i feel like it's the same business and i feel like at the root the people who own you know these women and or if you want to say that they own them which i kind of feel like they do in a lot of ways they they operate both businesses in tandem you know like it's it's one business you just kind of get what you get from it you know
1: do you feel like so- there's no agency in escorthood?
0: I don't know. I I honestly, I have no idea because I don't know enough about it. I mean, whenever you see stuff on TV and in movies, it's always like the lower rung of it. And it's always like as a joke. And I mean, those for me, I do believe they are the most vulnerable. I know I don't know everybody, but once you're in that life, they're like this. That's something that someone can always hold against you and it can sort of keep you in that life, you know?
1: And you feel like, and, and okay, so then the parallel to idolhood then becomes once you're in it. Yeah, there's like you, the, there's like very little way around. Yeah,
0: exactly. And for the, for most people, once you're in it, and you've done it for like, you know, your seven years, like, there's, it's really hard for you to do other things, you know, it's very hard for you to be an idol, and then go to work at like, attempt agency you know when you're seven years up and you haven't hit it big and you're just you know in a regular job you know so it kind of like with with prostitution it kind of just removes you from like the real world in a lot of ways so you're kind of like in this whole this old this your own world your own bubble and you know the agency that you have as an idol is pretty much zero (laughs) but I do feel like in some ways, when you're part of like a bigger agency, like as a, as with escorts, there's a bit more freedom to do things in some ways. I mean, it's not always the same. It's not always that way, obviously, like different agencies operate differently and they have, you know, budgets for different things. So sometimes the idols do have to step in a little bit more um, at the beginning. But at the end of the day, though, you're selling yourself. <laughs> so that's kind of where my initial analogy came from, because as an idol, you sell yourself like you sell this fantasy of yourself and that's kind of what prostitutes do right and strippers in some way too uh so
1: could you argue that that applies to any any profession i'm obviously yeah, i'm just playing devil's advocate here so yeah. it can it can apply to any you know so yeah,
0: i think so that's why like when lebron and those guys were trying to be political people were like shut up and play your sport that's what we want from you yeah because like you as if you're a fan of an athlete or whatever, for the most part, you are a fan of that thing that they do, you know, like that they're very good at. Same with idols, same with prostitutes.
1: Do you ever feel like any of that is coming from a place of I envy this and I want to be this more so than a place like I want to be in your position, especially considering let's think about South Korea and you consider the dismal state of of the the working age person there right it's it's definitely a culture where it's like your career is kind of everything so do you feel like in some ways it's projection as well in addition to these feelings of entitlement and feeling like that person is quote unquote in a relationship with you do you feel like it's also coming from a place of like i wish i could have what you had
0: oh absolutely absolutely that's why so many people like kids try to be idols I mean, some of them do it for the money. I mean, sorry, some of them do it for like, you know, because they want to be a singer. They love dancing, things like that. But a lot of people do it for the money. They do it because they want to be famous. They do it because they know that it's hard to find jobs. They know it's hard to live on the minimum wage and things like that. So and if you're not crazy, like ridiculously, exceptionally smart, where, you know, you you jump grades and you're top of the class and, you know, you're top of your grade and things
1: like that. Or if your parents can't afford to get or you into parents, Harvard or yes, you're not smart you're, enough for Harvard. If, if you're not a
0: chable or from a chable family, then, you know, being an idol then is an option, something that you can actually work towards, right? And something that for a lot of people is very enjoyable. They love to sing, they love to dance. You know, that's something that they can, they can use. It's like over here where, you know, um, like a lot of, black boys they go
1: into basketball I like that comparison
0: yeah it's kind of like that's sort of the thing the avenue you go into um just just because or like in in a lot of South American countries and things like that it's like that with football where it doesn't matter where you're from if you're great with with a, a football and you know you're great on the field like you can make millions of dollars. Ronaldo does, you know, Neymar does, so it's, it's, it doesn't really matter. And I think something that kind of just hit me with like talking about soccer and basketball and idolhood and all this stuff is that in a lot of ways, being an idol, like there's no sort of discrimination bias i mean obviously like there are some idols who have connections who get in because of that but for the most part a lot of these people are just random people on the street that are pretty or people who you know have a good singing voice you know so you don't i think people strive to make something of themselves through these means and through like basketball and football and all these other things because you don't need to be rich you to to get in right you don't have that sort of elitism that you have in other, other avenues. Like, you know, you get into this, like we're talking about colleges today, you know, and, ne- and like nepotism and things like that and how to like people get in, uh, even if they're not that smart and all the stuff, it's because, you know, you're rich or, you know, people. And I think with being an idol, a lot of times it's like, a lot of these idols get in through just their talent or their looks alone so it's, it's completely arbitrary in a lot of ways and it, it it's sort of an even playing field in in to, to many so that's something that they can kind of dream themselves into and like with the jealousy of these idols i mean shit i'm kind of jealous when i see some of the money that they make
1: comment on your point though like that was a great point about you how you said that it's it's in very many ways it's not about like how much money you have starting off to be an idol or you know what kind of family you come from to be an idol i mean there's don't get me wrong there's definitely people who got there just because you know their parents had money or whatever but if you think about it arts and entertainment it's more of a meritocracy than academics in many ways or other fields that are you know not arts and entertainment related it, it is a meritocracy it is do you have the talent to play this sport do you have the it's not about or you know i'm pretty sure you know lebron wasn't you know they didn't draft lebron because his mom was rich exactly. or because his family name was very strong in the community they drafted lebron because he was naturally gifted on top of being having a great incredible work ethic that got him to where he was and it's so funny because People try to, in America, we, we shame that a lot. We yeah. shame, oh, you didn't do anything to get to where you are. But in reality, people in those positions are just as deserving as your average everyday worker who, you know, is, is working a nine to five. Exactly. In, in fact, they're more deserving than a lot of these, you know, billionaire types who've come from the old money.
0: Cause so that's time, an
1: interesting point. Yeah. A lot of times it, it's, it is just based on who
0: you know. In a lot of ways and and that's the thing about being an athlete and being like uh, i would love to say it's like that for being an artist but we know about you know the plants we know who they are (laughs) i feel like we've like we've pretty much accepted who the plants are um in the music industry oh yeah Uh, for sure. so so, i mean because there's no way like but see that's the thing right Uh, athlete especially like you think they're gonna have somebody like playing at the super bowl because his dad owns a team
1: like no, the because dad, that would drive down viewership. People want to yeah. see good sports. They don't yeah. want to see people who are just rich. <laughs> like
0: Yeah. And I feel like even the dad who owned the team would be like, no, this is bullshit. Get him off the field. You know, like like <laughs> they don't want it. So it's kind of like, why, exactly. why is it why does it run everything? But that's the thing about being an idol, right? It's it is pretty freeing. I mean, obviously we can make, you know, comments about certain idols who are already rich and who have connections and whose uncles own Uh, music industry companies cough cough sunny of girl's generation (laughs) her uncle is Lisa Martin so I mean are you serious yeah which explains why she got into the group because she's not exactly a talent Um, I mean she's not bad but she's not like the group would have survived
1: without her for sure so (laughs) I swear, I did not know she had I did not know he had relatives in his company yeah yeah
0: uh, I don't know if anybody else that he's related to, but uh, just Sunny. Because it is widely known that she's his niece. So, but yeah. So what do you think about the reactions that you, like, have you seen reactions?
1: Yeah, I did see a lot of reactions. I mean, of course, like you said earlier, I saw the memes. And you see the meme that I sent you?
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> I see that actually. I just, I I hadn't listened. I hadn't seen the extra part about it being Kai, but I'd seen it before in some like regard on the internet
1: yeah it was funny so yes <laughs> um i've seen that i also saw what what koreans trended in general on neighbor and twitter oh you mean and no sex
0: no sex no condoms
1: yes <laughs> seven months all of those t- trends um, i'm trying to figure out how they knew or thought they knew that she was seven months pregnant because as far know. as I know, that, that's not confirmed. So No,
0: it's not confirmed. Yeah, I don't know. They were actually also trending to or like it was going around that he'd already gotten married, but they just filed for like the marriage license. So it wasn't actually like she, they got oh. married. It's very confusing because some people like there was some like news all over the place in some ways.
1: Because some people take that as you got married. Because once you, you know, once you get the marriage license, you are legally married. But yes. they didn't have the wedding, so I mean, you wouldn't count it if he was a regular person. So why are you counting no. it just because it's chin? You know, exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that I think that everybody. This has been a very weird mixed bag of reactions. Because I also saw that like at least twenty five of his fan sites closed down. Yes. And like you were saying earlier, people are just way too entitled, and they also. I think there's like we were talking about that seeing yourself in another person, but projecting in, in an extreme way. I mean, it's one thing to be able to empathize with someone and put yourself in their shoes. It's another thing to... Kind of pr- project your own thoughts and feelings about a um, subject matter, or, or you know what? It's I remember like I was watching a YouTube video. Not to compare, right? I'm not at all comparing these two things. Mm-hmm. But it was talking about the it's called post traumatic slave syndrome. Oh, wow. And okay. it, and this lady, she's like uh, like a scholar of African American history or something like that. And she was talking about how a lot of black people have this PTSD, but it's PTSD that is sort of sociological in nature in that it's it sort of perpetuated it started you know a long time ago it has been perpetuated in a, a society-wide scale and I, I, I kind of found that idea interesting that you could have PTSD but it's not from a specific instance because usually when you hear about PTSD it's like Oh, this person went to war, or this person had a very, you know, troubled childhood. It's like a very individual, personalized thing. But okay. she kind of took that and was like, "Well, you can actually get PTSD. Like a group of people can have the same symptoms and the same issues deriving from the same trauma." Yeah, I can see that. And and you might be wondering, well, how does this connect, Jimmy? Well, in my brain, this is how I'm connecting it because okay. I do think that there is a sort of I'm not trying to be an armchair psychologist. I feel so bad for saying this because it feels like I am be an armchair psychologist. Let's just be real. But it, there's obviously this, like we were talking, this issue of the, the average lifestyle once you graduate university is you work until you you have a family, especially with women. And I was reading a lot of people's comments and I was speaking with a lot of friends who are from South Korea and they were explaining kind of sort of how it works when you get married in Korea as a woman, like mm-hmm. what that means for you in your life and when you have a baby and talking about how, you know, Korea's you know in in general like a lot of companies don't offer a lot of support for women who are like maternity leave and all of that sort of thing Mm -hmm. or paternity paternity leave it doesn't support a lifestyle that promotes basically parents that are involved in their children's life it doesn't really support that sort of lifestyle it's more so of a you know everybody has to contribute to society in a kind of way you know what I mean it's not like I will say, like, our maternity leave, it depends on where you go. Every company is different. But for the most part, companies have, you know, reasonable maternity leave, leave, family and sick leave policies, all that sort of thing. I've heard that in South Korea, that is not the case. And so what I'm thinking, this is how I kind of thought about it. It seems like there could be a situation where some fans just based on the extreme reactions that I've read, I've read some very extreme things as well. And it just seems like they're projecting this whole sort of fear of growing up onto Chin. It's like okay. this fear of like, it's like you, your life is over if you do this. You know that, right? Like kind of telling him that, shaming him by telling him your life is over, your time in the group is over because you want to be a dad now. Because to them, you can't be a dad and also be work. an idol. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't, those two things conflict. You can't be, a, be an idol specifically. You can work as a dad, but you can't be an idol, right? That type of career. So it kind of feels like they're looking at it as like he ended his life. And to me, a lot of people don't, when they think of trauma, they think you have to have been physically Harmed in some sort of way or you have to have witnessed something that is just like a a once-in-a-lifetime level of horrible things, right? That's not true. Trauma can come in many shapes and forms and people experience trauma differently And I think you can get trauma from your society Especially if you're a person, let's say you're a person like a lot of these idols have anxiety, right? Yes. If you're a person with anxiety A traumatic experience for you can just be, for example, going up to like a crowded place and being forced to give a speech that yes. could be traumatic for you because you can be experiencing a lot of emotions that are not, you know, that other people will not experience with yeah. that didn't have that anxiety. And I suspect that, you know, your average person all over the world is not just like South Korea. They, they, they don't want to talk about that here. Anxiety and depression and and this feeling of, of doom or this feeling of, you know, re- fear of rejection or failure, which is normal and natural, but and people with anxiety is obviously extreme. Yes. I feel like it, part, part of it too, I'm not saying it's a big part of it. I'm not trying to be the psychologist. But I feel like part of it could be this rejection of like the fact that society tells you that once you have a family, you you have to choose between that family and your career. It, it's very, especially for idols, it's very much, and women. And, and notice a lot of XOLs are young women. Yes. I feel like that plays into it. It, it goes into it. It, pl- it goes hand in hand with this whole thing that companies are doing with conditioning fans to feel like the idols of their boyfriends. It's all very much like a mind game. Yeah. It and is. I feel like when you combine this sort of experience that you have in South Korea, once you start a family and you combine it, or the expectation, I should say, and you combine that with this Boyfriend fantasy. Then you get this person that is entitled. You get this person that is is probably genuinely concerned about the trajectory of your career because, like I said, once you start that family, your options are limited. Yeah, they, I don't think it a fake concern. I think that concern. Oh yeah, is. yeah.
0: No, I actually do agree. Like, I, I feel like this will definitely affect. Chen and exo
1: because i mean even look at kai
0: kai's popularity dipped a lot when he was dating both jenny and crystal i remember like there was a story about how like i can't remember if it was a fan like a photo book or what it was oh no no i think they they had done a fan meet exo and and kai had like the smallest pile of gifts from fans and apparently he was like really sad about it
1: because like a good problem to me right Sorry, but, go ahead, like, go ahead.
0: <laughs> but I know but like you know that determines like how popular you are compared to the other members right and so you do want to be popular like it is unfortunate that like you will in a lot of ways a lot of these idols will do anything to be popular for their groups to succeed because they they want that money they want that fame and adulation and things like that but on the flip side it's the these people are only giving you these gifts these people are only giving you their money and their attention because they see themselves with you like as partners on this journey together and that's why you have older idol groups that have members who are not married like shinwas only eric got married a couple years ago and i mean thankfully it didn't really affect them as much because their their fandom is already small and most of their fans have kids and they bring their kids to their fan meets and stuff like that. So they were, all, because Shinwa never stopped working, they were all able to sort of grow together and, and, and they've lost fans along the way, obviously. Like, they're not big sellers like they used to be. Uh, but in a lot of ways, like, Xinhua uh, has, or maybe more King Kim Dong Wan, have been able to be like we like he famously said in the beginning of their careers too, like Xinhua is not responsible for your life. And that is something that these other idols are are too afraid to say. They're too afraid to to put lines and boundaries between them and their fandoms, you know, and because they need they feel like they they have to watch what they say. They have to watch what they do in order to keep them, because that's their money bag. And I think we see it especially with a group like Super Junior, who have literally, like as I was mentioning Seungmin, they had they they had to pretty much kick somebody out. He's I don't know if he's technically still in the group or what, but he's been on a break for a very long time. And the only reason he's on break is because he's married. But they have you know known predators and and lowly guys guys who are into like really young girls and they have men who physically assault women and drunk drive. And they're okay (laughs) with having them in the group for the most part. But Sungmin got married and all of a sudden it's like, you you have broken the major, the the one covenant we have between fans and the idol is that you have to be single and you broke that so you were done. And I think a lot of people feel like that would be the same for Chen, but I don't think so. I think mostly because Chen is also a lead singer from EXO and because he has sort of created, started his own like solo path and with CBX as well. So I feel like... He has other things going on that it's going to keep him tethered to the music industry. I mean, you don't really get rid of a voice like that just because you're salty, you know, like, yeah, it it doesn't make sense. I mean, if this was like somebody in the group who couldn't sing as well, I feel like it would probably be a bigger problem than with him. But also, we don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like too. One thing that's really interesting is looking at the difference between obviously this <laughs> this announcement was a lot more <laughs> because it was yeah. like you did it all like right. with <laughs> the quickness, like yes, you. But but I do find it interesting the difference in reaction between this announcement and Hichul and Momo. Even to like international fans, kind of reacted a little different. And obviously, we know what that is. Obviously, I truly think because Heechul is older? typified as, I don't even think it's older because I truly feel like if people didn't think he was gay, people would have an issue with it, more of an issue. Not international fans, but Korean fans. I truly feel that way. Because even with the older idols, you still see that protectiveness. You still see that. It's only when I feel like the fans feel like the idol is unattainable that they okay. don't get that way. And because if if theoretically Heechul had been, you know, it, it, let's just like say the Momo thing never happened, and Heechul was like gay theoretically. I'm not assigning any sexualities here. I'm just saying let's say that that was the case. Okay. Obviously, there's a huge like issue with homophobia. Period. I don't. I think that the problem would be more so like fans would not care if he started dating someone in the in the same way. Obviously, because they they don't have a stake in it anymore. Does that make sense? Like, like. The the their issues would come from, and obviously this is not better. If they did have an issue, it would come from homophobia. It would not come from this place of entitlement and ownership.
0: And honestly, I feel like uh, okay. So I noticed that there's a trend in in like K-pop and anime and stuff like that for these like flower boys. And mm-hmm. not just, like, the fact that they're flower boys, but the fact that they are... Their sexuality is a bit more fluid. And there's this really big emphasis on male relationships and, you know, the... Sort of not really defining it, but also defining it in some ways from a fan Like, a, uh, of a fantasy sort of perspective. So I feel, honestly, that if Hicho had been gay, like, a lot of people had assumed, I... I honestly don't think that there would be much homophobia on that. Just it's my okay.
1: opinion. It's definitely more than it is here, like over yeah. in the West. But I think the extremes that they go to, of course, like of to course. be the flower boy, like even the flower boy thing. Yeah. That's not extreme in the day-to-day, like, atmosphere. So yeah. you see that even Koreans, when they see that, they're like, hmm. And, and they all make, like, I don't know if you notice this, but literally everything about being an idol or everything about their entertainment is like extremely exaggerated version of this is not how it is. You know what I mean? The culture, that's not how the culture is, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I do get it. Yeah. No, I, I feel like it's hard to, to say, but I do agree with the reaction between momo and he chose relationship versus chen and his non-celebrity but i also like obviously like the extremes are, are very different too because one is just a relationship where they're quote unquote getting to know each other even though technically they've probably been dating for like at least a year in comparison to chen you know having this whole baby on the way who with this woman who may or may not be seven months pregnant and you know this marriage and from what i'm hearing like it's it's weird that the reactions are so extreme because I am hearing too that like a lot of the fans knew he was dating somebody. It is two sort of extreme situations. So it's kind of hard to say exactly why, but I do agree that he chose sexuality or questionable sexuality at the time sort of did attribute to the reaction between those two because a lot of i did see some korean comments that were like thank god i thought he was gay such a terrible thing to think
1: and yeah, say no but actually yeah. yeah that's a good point about how that plays into that because yeah. it's like if you're either on the end of like well he like either you're that type of fan who goes like you said the fan the slash loving fans who are like yes. well he's gay anyway so i don't believe it or you're the fan who is extremely homophobic and you're like, thank God he's not gay. Right? It's horrible, right? It, but that, I feel like a lot of the case with Hechel, it was a little bit of that. Because you would also think, too, because Hito is dating another celebrity, it would have been way more controversial than what it ended up being. Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't controversial. I feel like people were overwhelmingly in support. I don't get it, but I I, I see how people are not in support of Chen and I get that it's like different from each yes. with the baby and all in the marriage but i, I feel like i'm wishing a lot of help to the baby yes i'm parents it's just eh, just be good parents to your kids but you you have to ask yourself like this, this might be a controversial question to ask you sure but given do you feel like if a parent if a person an individual has made very public mistakes. Do you feel like that can impact them in a private way with how they raise their kids? I guess what I'm trying to say is like he clearly thinks that it's funny to make kuta Kente jokes. You know? Yes. Like and he's not ashamed of it. He said it very publicly. It, you know what I mean? Never apologize from what I can yeah. tell. Yeah. And and I wonder about that when when celebrities have children and they may do or say things that are very harmful i wonder how yeah because that's a that's a real concern i get it i would say like okay so for me i look at the kids
0: usually as separate separate entities because you know sometimes you don't need a good parent you just need somebody who's going to put a roof over that kid's head and the kid will do fine like you know, they're self-learning. They, they can make, they know who they, they have a really good self sense of self and, you know, they have a good heart and regardless of who raised them, they're still able to sort of function in society and be better than their parents. That's one, one answer. (laughs) The other answer is that, you know, they just fall in line with what their parents say. And I, I know I try not to judge kids. I really don't, especially because it's, solely, completely based on their parents. But it's like, look at Kim and Kanye's kids. They have like, what, four or five kids now? I expect North and Co and all of them to be like their mom and dad. So, I mean, for me, <laughs> I'm not saying like, for sure that they are gonna be like that, but when the story curls out that, you know, she was calling somebody, some she was calling some black girl a nappy-headed hoe or whatever, like in high school, like, you know, I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm just going to say, like, I just don't think I'm going to be surprised because that family, like they're all prone to the same behavior and the same behavior is anti black women. So I don't see how they can raise their kids to be anything but that, especially since they are validated through society, you know, by their fans and by the, the money that they got rolling in and things.
1: So, yeah. And, and, and there's, there's also examples too of, of situations where, I think children could be raised in, in adverse situations just by nature of being celebrity kids. Exactly. Um, And I feel like, for example, Bobby Christina. Yeah. That's like a very tragic, you know, example of that. And even to like, even this is much lesser, but like even to Jaden and Willow, they got a lot of like, Willow and Jada got a lot of flack for, for how they raised their kids and how, they ended up because you know, yeah. dating is super fake deep. And yes. and 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 I hate to and it's really it kinda irritates me a little how black women talk about Willow. A lot of black women talk about her and they say like they even when she was little, they would just say things like, She's too call them weird and stuff like that, but like this whole aspect of being too grown or being too open. Cause you know, she does a little show with her mom on Facebook yes, or whatever. The red and talk re- Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, you know. A lot of black people judge the things that that you know she was saying and how she felt about you know who she is as a person, right like yeah, and I feel like this is the first time, at least that in my tenure in k-pop that we've had a k-pop baby from a relevant group that is in and, and, and k-pop is very young right now k-pop yeah. is is where I, I would say American pop was in the eighties still very young, and obviously it's not that height. I mean, I, nothing's ever going to reach that height, but it's it's just very, very young, figuring out what it, what it's going to be and setting up the precedent for... I mean, I, I feel like mm, second-gen, third-gen kind of setting up that precedent, right? Yeah. Yep. And it, it's strange to think of it that way, but if you think of it that way, then you can look at it like Chen's kid is probably going to be one of the first kids to grow up with eyes on them.
0: Yeah. I would say so, because in the past, like, you had Sunny, who got married and had kids. She moved, but she moved to Canada. So her kids didn't, weren't raised in the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else got married? Tian got married to his actress girl, like, well, his wife now. But then he went quickly to the army and she's not pregnant. So we didn't have that. Uh, Sun Min got kicked out of his group, pretty much. (laughs) But yeah, pretty much. I feel like, yeah, they... But the thing is, she's not a celebrity. So I don't know how... I, I doubt that she's going to be in the public eye. Especially since that'll be a reminder to the fans of the fact that Chen was, quote-unquote, disloyal to them. So Yeah, that's true. I, yeah.
1: People are saying that she's um, she comes from a very wealthy family. And I, I wonder how hard it will be to... How easy it will be to... I know it's different the way they treat... I don't know, because like here, when you're rich, it's kind of like fame kind of comes with it a little bit. I mean, obviously, yeah. not every rich person is famous. But... A lot of super rich people are famous just because they're super rich, like yeah, Jeff Bezos and like Elon Musk. Like these people are just famous because obviously with Elon and he he's inventing these cool things now and he he's like the rock star billionaire. That's what he wants to be known as. Yeah. So he's like the cool billionaire. But like a lot of these other billionaires, even to Trump, he was just a regular like you know what I mean? He was like a yuppie, you know? Yep. Well, he was a just a famous guy. for being a yuppie. Yeah. And so I, I know we've been talking about this a lot these past couple weeks, but I really feel like South Korea is trending the same way that the U.S. has trended and the West in general has trended in their pop culture. And I feel like what they consider pop culture is expanding and who who they consider, like, I feel like you're going to be getting K-pop Kim Kardashian's that are the quote unquote socialites. Heechul is kind of a socialite in a sense. Yeah. If you think that. of it that way, I mean, he's active in his but most of what we know him for is like being a personality.
0: Yeah, for his variety work. That's cuz he he hurt himself so he can't really do the performing like he used to. So, yeah, so that's why he's pretty much just a variety guy at this point. And he just kind of shows up in their music videos once in a while. But no, I I definitely can see it. I don't know. I I kind of feel like Korean society is still maybe a bit too patriarchal and old school in some ways for like the Paris Hilton kind of error that we had, but I can definitely see it sort of moving in that direction. I mean, a lot of the the trends in Korea are based on things that happened in the U S so I'm not like, that's (laughs) it's not a stretch to say that they are, are not in some way like in, or they are in some way uh, influenced
1: by U.S. and the trends and things that are popular over here. But well, like Michael's kids, Michael's kids, for example, is a great example. Yeah, because they didn't know anything about his kids. They barely knew anything about his wife when he had first had it, when she had first had the kids or whatever. Nobody Did he knew. He married. He
0: married Debbie Rowe.
1: Yeah, he married her.
0: Oh, I know he married Lisa Marie Presley, but I didn't know he married Debbie Rowe.
1: But yeah, yeah. I mean, they were married for like literally. <laughs> I mean, like, two. It was it was a quick time frame. <laughs> like, okay. It was a quick divorce. <laughs> that makes um, sense. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but they were married, and it was real quiet. It was, and she was a private citizen for all intents and purposes. And then, all like when he died, that was the first time people had seen his kids. Yeah. And so, I think that that era of you know celebrity kids, you know celebrities who have private citizen relationships. I think that's the similar era that we're in right now. Does that make sense? So like, I don't think that we're going to see this kid at least for another 20 years. <laughs> we ain't yes, gonna yeah. see this. We're not going to see the baby. If we see this baby, like that would be shocking.
0: I don't know. I think it might work for him like to do something like return of Superman where like all these celebrities have their kids on the show and stuff. Um, Cause like, they really like looking at these babies and also like South Korea's population is on a decline. It, It's sort of kind of important for these people, these men to have kids and continue these family names and these traditions. It's kind of strange that they're so anti, but it's just the fans who are anti it. It's really like most regular people don't give a shit about like that China's A, fucking, and B, not pulling out properly like you know like, oh, yeah. nobody
1: cares. <laughs> like nobody cares that's why all those jokes were trending yeah it's it's kind of funny it's just xols but you but also xols are his money maker and exactly. it's sad because a lot of times and i know we always debate on the age of uh, of these fans but I, I feel like a lot of times it do be adults people be acting like it's just terrible yeah. teenagers who are just like falling for the boyfriend thing no it's grown women yeah, that exactly. is a lot of what it is especially with xol come on now xols I know those girls XOLs are in their late 20s
0: well yeah I mean that makes sense though when you think about the ages of the members too right exactly and and, like who grew up with them and yeah I don't know it's really strange because I'm just like I like even when I was like a teenager and I was like crushing on like Justin Timberlake and Joshua Jackson and Usher and these people I was like you know it, it was kind of more like a fantasy thing but then you just kind of move on like you know like
1: you. yeah it was never a point where you yeah. really thought that you were going to marry Justin Timberlake
0: no it's like I will probably never meet Justin Timberlake in my entire life and,
1: and, and that, that was be like a positive thing
0: yeah that I mean it has grown into a positive thing
1: for sure so,
0: <laughs> so it, it it you know like I it's one of those things that I don't understand. And just like, as an adult, you think someone like a celebrity is hot, just, you know, have a hot dream and move on. Like, it's very strange, very strange that you like have created this this fantasy world where you guys are together and, you know, he's your husband and you're his wife and you guys are making each other happy. And it's, it's like, <laughs> I feel like you need a hobby at that point. And the hobby should not be EXO. You know, like you need an actual hobby. Yeah, and I do hope that you, and I also feel like, I mean, I'm not trying to be like an armchair psychiatrist either, but I feel like a lot of it is tied up into like your personal self-worth. And if you don't feel like you are worthy just in the real world, it's easy to sort of retreat into these fictional places where you can create a world where, you know, you're married to this super hot rich guy that you'll never mean that you don't actually know. And it's easy to sort of create this fantasy world where the two of you are happy and together and you know, life is great because the real world isn't as nice, you know, and it, in that sense, and that's why I think a lot of time I can absolutely like, I can empathize with a lot of these feelings and emotions that people are, are going through, even if I don't agree with it, because I think that at the root is a lot of just insecurity and, uh, feelings of not being worthy in some ways and everybody gets that so I, I I totally get it and I totally understand how it can kind of propel into something like this but
1: I mean also though if you're a regular average Joe yeah, and then the person that you spent all your time and money on is marrying a woman that looks nothing like you yeah, having her baby having her baby <laughs> <laughs> giving birth to her nobody. child um yes. i feel like yeah that's gonna intensify your in, the insecurities you already have and 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 i do feel sometimes i do feel bad for them i think i think it's a complex feeling it's like it
0: is you it feel
1: is. sad for them that they feel like they have to put in all of their time into this person and that they project on this person but at the same time and it's because you know part of it is the boyfriend fantasy in K-pop part of it is society that tells you that as a woman you need to put in put your self worth into a man and what exactly. a man thinks about you exactly. and but uh, then you have to use the common sense part of it too like part of it is like you just want it. there's also a nefarious undertone to some of the psychological issues there too like it's not just some people, it, there's, like, narcissistic trick, you know? Like, some people, it, it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's more than just, it's something that's more nefarious. I feel like insecurities, that's, that's not nefarious. No. You know? No.
0: I kind of, I see what you mean. Maybe it's more like a bit of, like, I'm this amazing, wonderful person. You're this amazing, wonderful person. We obviously belong together kind of thing. And so when the or maybe an insecurity that's masked itself as narcissism that's oh no of you're too nice <laughs> well the thing is like outside of like the obvious like people like neon stalker i do kind i do feel like there's a bit of a disconnect between reality obviously and in the fantasy world and i mean I've, i do even though I empathize with it, I do think that you got to kind of be, like, honest. Like, with your friend, with your family member, you got to be like, listen, you're 45. You have this fan account for, for Chen. Now you want to close it all because he's getting married and having a kid? You could have done that, too. Why didn't you do it? Like, and, uh, like, in Jamaican culture, too, like, people would be very quick to tell you about yourself. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it would be like, listen, you... You really had no chance and you really like this. This is not normal. You need to like do something else. You need to find your life. You need to figure yourselves out. Obviously, if a Jamaican said that to you, it would come off much rougher than that. But that is the gist of it. Right. Like, And that's, as you said, like culture here is a little bit different. We are really open with telling each other what we think about them. In Korea, <laughs> it's like you have to be nice about it. <laughs> In some ways, it's like you can't just be like, uh, you, you know, you're you're spending too much time here. You're spending too much money with this, <laughs> or like people people are not willing to say like you never stood a chance. I feel like that's what uh, something that fans don't tell each other out there. I mean, it, it's really strange. Like here, we'd be like, listen you knew, you knew that you and Megan Lee Stalin were never going to be together. Like, you need, to <laughs> you need to calm down. We're really open on doing that. I don't know if it's like Black culture or if it's like
1: Western culture, but we're really open to be like, listen. I do think it's more so Black culture. Yeah. I feel like the values there, it creates this perfect storm where it creates these fans who think that they own these people, but also think that they are these people. Honestly, I, I don't know this kid. I don't know so i never got to deal with it in real life but just in just you know like just speaking in terms of being somebody who comments on k-pop and all that sort of thing yes i i hope the best for the kid i i i can't find it in my heart to like you know at all feel yeah i don't know i don't think anybody has seriously said anything at towards the kid but i just would hope that they didn't transfer their feelings about chin onto the kid in both directions not only in the like negative direction but also like the direction of these overly obsessed fans like don't get that way yes. about his kid man that's don't. that's another level
0: because like it kind of reminds me of how You know, black people, especially black women, have been treating Blue Ivy since she's been born, Mm -hmm. and bred mostly from jealousy and just like the the insecurities of black womanhood itself, as well too. Where we like, it's funny this this vlog pretty much on YouTube, really great. She talks a lot about like pop culture from black perspective, blah blah blah, and it's really like insightful. But I remember her be like saying once that you know. Some days she just wants to leave her house and not have to like, you know, dress up to the 10. And she said that the only she's like, if she's around white people, she doesn't really care, but you, it, you always are very conscious of the way you look when you're around other black people. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. agree. And so she, and that was like something that I, it was really like, I, I'd always felt it, but I'd never been able to put it into words before. Yeah. I think that was the idea. So, and it's, so crazy because like I'll be you know some days you know I just want to put on like a hat and mm-hmm. some leggings and a sweater and I just want to go and get a latte from the store or you know like a popsicle or something you know and I don't want and I'm not like trying to put makeup on or do my hair or, like I'm not trying to do all that okay and we know how like a lot of white people leave their house so I, <laughs> so but you you do like you always feel it if you you could be surrounded by white people and feel nothing but as soon as that one black person is there especially a black woman you you kind of feel self-conscious self-consciousness the judgment and Mm. it's not something that we project like I don't feel like it's something that like some some of us do I mean like but I think some of anybody in any culture is going to be like oh look at what that girl's wearing kind of thing like I feel like that's going to be the same there but I was, it's funny, I was thinking about this earlier and how because we are always taught at, at a young age that there's only sort of like room for one black girl in, mm-hmm. in you know that position or in that role or whatever. It sort of has bred this this idea that we have to be perfect all the time. We have to be exceptional all the time. And that is why, like when you're around other black women, like it sort of becomes it sort of starts to feel like a competition in some ways. Mm. Well, it's, for the most part, it is unintentional. Unintentional. Nobody's like trying to like you know be you or take your spot. It's just
1: that feeling, you know. You know what and that sounds like, Nat? What post traumatic slave syndrome. syndrome? There you go.
0: Well, that and 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 black people's most black people's fear of dogs. I feel like uh, only- okay, <laughs> uh, what <laughs> That was
1: feel- No, Yo, I I I will say this: most people that I know that love dogs are white. And most people that I know that are scared of dogs are black. So yeah. it, it's something to it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, we joke about everything, but I really didn't think about it the other day. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what is it in, like, a part? Is that like a part of our DNA that we're like, you know, yes, girl. I, I noticed a, in a lot of ways that the people who are afraid of dogs tend to be the ones who are descendants of slaves. And there's history, bred into that so you know yeah. that's where the connection comes from and there you got your your post-traumatic stress disorder and you know the the fact that you don't actually have to be visible yeah or even to be affected I, by it
1: i Crazy. love every point that you just brought up in that feeling of competition i really love that point because it's that feeling of you have to be not not only just exceptional but a certain type of ex- exceptional yes. you can't you can't the, the the beauty standard is very specific you have to be that certain type of beauty right yeah it, it, it's it's nerve-wracking in and, it and i feel like you and, and of course we see it more in black culture because we're black yes. but i feel like it, it plays also so much into this k-pop shenanigans especially yes. with also two black k-pop fans but yes. i feel like it plays into k-pop fans because i feel like a lot of k-pop fans um it's not necessarily that competition that they feel like obviously that's something that's very specific I think but I do think it's this idea of like you have to it's like putting yourself into a certain mold I feel like a lot of k-pop fans feel like well if the Korean fans feel this way then we have to feel this way
0: right and that's where you get a lot of these coons as well too who think that Opa and Ani didn't do anything wrong because, you know, they're Korean. They don't understand that this is offensive. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, that excuse I could understand, like, 20 years ago. Uh, They watch, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that they get Wendy Williams and The Real or The Talk or whatever the hell that show is in Korea. So I'm sure that they understand, you know, that Black people exist. So it's not really an excuse, but that idea of perfection... You know, it does, I think, extend in this regard because to be perfect is to to the fans or from what it seems as an idol is to be um, gorgeous and talented, but also single yeah. and not ready to mingle. And so a lot of these people expect that they're able to overcome, you know, the the natural the very natural human condition of, you know, wanting to be loved and to be pampered and, you know, to have children. These are things that people people desire just because you're an idol doesn't mean that you stop desiring it like that. How unfair is that? You know, like I, I don't know, Chen, to be honest, to know, if like being a father was something that he always like he really wanted. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of idols who who have had to give up being in K-pop Because they desired things that were normal, like a relationship. Sunny from from the Wonder Girls, she got married uh, and she pretty much left the group. And that was like the reason that, you know, they sort of disbanded at the time or, you know, took hiatus or whatever. And a lot of people still haven't forgot, like, forgiven her for that. And I'm just like, so you want Chen to leave this group because he's married, but you're still going to hate him for it because you still hate Sunny for for getting married and getting pregnant and and the what it did to the Wonder Girls. So it, it's like you're damned if you don't and you're damned if you do because people, you, you can't please everybody. It's kind of the idea. And people will, especially if you're rich and famous, people will like hate you. Justin just because you're rich and famous (laughs) so it it, there's so many different reasons that people come into this and they have their their side of the fence or their opinion on it there's so many things that they come in with and I personally like I wish that this this non-celebrity has a healthy pregnancy and you know a healthy baby outside of that you know Chen is not really someone that I care too much for. So, you know, I hope that he is a better man now that he is going to become a father and he works towards it. Do I think it's fair the way that he's being maligned and like his fan sites are closing and things like that? Um, It's not that I don't think it's fair. I think it's unnecessary, but it is a part of the world that he's in and he knows that. So there has to be some culpability there too, you know, like I know we, I think that we've already said a, so much in defense of, you know, Chen and his desires to be a normal person in his private time. But you, I think there is something to be said too about the fact that you're an idol and you know, the type of world you work in. So you kind of have an idea of what the reaction is going to be and you have to, decide if it's worth it and in this regard i don't know if it's the no i'm pretty sure it's the pregnancy that made it (laughs) that made the whole wedding thing possible so i i feel like maybe in that regard he felt like he didn't really have a choice and that he did care about this person because i mean i i would hope that you cared about somebody that you had sex with without protection because that's just a stupid idea if you're just raw dog and everybody you know
1: uh but I mean look. <laughs> stranger things have happened. I have heard that the idol industry is not too much known for the use of protection. So uh,
0: you know what's funny? There was a 2 p.m. joke about how um you know that 2 pm is superior because their pull-up game is like so strong, you know. So, like uh. it's true because 2 p.m. is known as a slutty group. So I'm sure. I am a thousand percent sure they've had some uh, minor situations in the past.
1: Well, I okay. got something to say off the record about that, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. ahead.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, in some ways, Chen kind of like he knows all the idols know what happens when you're in a relationship. Uh, and he's far past that because he's, you know, a father to be and he's going to get married just now before he goes to the army mind you so it's not like he is not aware of the repercussions of his choices so in that sense there is some culpability and i don't think he should lose his career about this but i do think that as an idol you have to decide for yourself what's worth it what's not worth it and we'll i guess we'll see in the future his reaction like his public reaction anyways to this and and the other members public reaction because if this had been like a western group there'd be some c- congratulations on the timeline and stuff i don't know if i've seen anything from the Exo members saying that they've even like
1: heard the story you know, <laughs> like, know like do they know what's going on or what <laughs> well one chance lost his career a long time ago but yeah. two i really 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 hope they do though and that they are happy with it because i would like it would be so funny to see them like be sort of I don't know how close they are because honestly I don't keep up with Exo that much but it would be interesting to see them be like quote unquote like spirit uncles to this kid yes that would be Did so cute
0: there is this one meme where it's like Sahud when he's watching baby Jungdae and it's like this guy is holding this baby with one arm and he gets up off the couch and he's looking around for something oh yeah like, huh? and he, he's like he's looking he's looking he's like he can't find it he's freaking out he's freaking out and then he looks down and he realizes he's already holding the baby yeah <laughs> that was funny too but i think yeah honestly in some ways the memes and stuff that's what i would like to see like if we do hear jokes or whatever about the the you know EXO the taking care of this baby i hope that it's more along that line but i don't think the korean public is ready for that to be honest (laughs) i don't
1: think the greatest scandal of 2019 what this is the greatest scandal of 2019 it's
0: 2020 it's a 2020 scandal
1: Yeah, I understand that. Is this the greatest scandal of 2019? Sure. Yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. Yes. That's <laughs> I'm looking for.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as I said, uh, I feel like we have spoken a lot more mm-hmm. on this than I expected. But I know, I think that we had a very layered discussion about K-pop and Western culture and being a Black fan. And I mean, it... It honestly was all very much on brand. And uh, you guys, why don't you guys tell us what you think about this quote unquote scandal? Are you happy for Chen and the mother to be slash wife to be? Are you worried about Exo's future, about Chen's future? Do you care? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just rich people getting married. So it's kind of like there's there's so many different opinions you can have on this. And we love to hear from you. So, uh Jimin, where can they reach us?
1: You can reach us on Twitter at Nyan Edizens. That is N-Y-A-N-E-T-I-Z-E-N-S. You can reach us on Instagram at Not Your Average Netizens. You can also reach us. You can reach us by email, send us a message at Average Netizens at gmail.com. You, you can find us in the comment section on wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be iTunes or Apple Podcasts or soundcloud spotify wherever you can find us there and listen to our show we also have facebook and many other outlets to uh, reach out to us and let us know what you're thinking your thoughts comments critiques so we really look forward to hearing from you
0: okay perfect great 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 so any shout outs any last words shout out to astro because blue flame Uh, (laughs) yeah blue flame has been my favorite song with Twenty Twenty, and I know it's only fifteen days in, but I have been listening to the song all the time, and I really like their new song. I think it's called Answer or something like that. Um, is that I mean, not no, that T's. AT? No, that's A-T's. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, actually, kind of like I, I've been really listening to a lot of Astro and ATs in conjunction. Um, so <laughs> I don't know why I get both of those groups. I, I don't know why I've been listening to them, but I've been listening more to Wonderland by It's and then uh, Astro's Blue Flame, and then usually kind of just uh, spirals from there because it it that's what it does. But yeah, you know, shout out to them. They Astro's making the R and B bobs that we deserve. Okay? okay, word on that. Yeah, definitely you guys giving them a listen because they are doing some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me.
1: Shout out to Jungkook. And honestly, it's not because of any sort of look change. It's because I realized that he is super relatable and super funny. Like, you know how you never notice someone and then when you start noticing them, you're like, this person is really, really like, I just think he's funny. Like he just does really random stuff. And it's like stuff you don't even know. You have to be paying attention. It just cracks me up. Um, Shout outs to Baby Yoda. I still love him. Even though you guys have already forgotten about him. (laughs)
0: I do wanna make a comment. I'm like on our Twitter page and Panchoa has an Excel Sasang's reveals picture of Chen on date with his girlfriend in 2018. Let's let's put an end to this behavior, guys, please. Yeah, let it but yes, anyways, we are Nyan and we will bid you
1: adieu. Good night, guys. Good night, bye. Bye.